This episode is brought to you in part by Blue Chew. Let's talk about sex, baby. Dudes, remember the days when you were always ready to go? Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up, bluechew.com. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, and Levitra, but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost. You can take them anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead or be ready whenever an opportunity arises. The process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part, it's all done online. So no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. BlueChew's tablets are made in the USA and prepared and shipped direct to your door in a discreet package. With BlueChew, men everywhere are excited to see the postman because when your package has arrived, your package has arrived. Get it? Blue Chew wants to help you have better sex. Discover your options at bluechew.com. Chew it and do it. And we've got a special deal for our Douglas Movies listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code DLM at checkout. Just pay five bucks for shipping. That's bluechew.com, promo code DLM to receive your first month free. Visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring the podcast. Back to the show. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. Doug hates candy wrappers, cream and baby sticky seeds with 50 as in popcorn kernels in his teeth. There's still not one that he won't see. This is Douglas Movies. Coming to you from the Gramercy Theater in New York City. It's Monday, May 20th, 2013. Let me see some name tags. Do you guys have name tags? Holy crap. <laughs> the last year, Loracorn instead of Unicorn. That's the biggest one. And then we... <laughs> Boxing Elena instead of Helena. That's good. Jenna's up front there with her, uh, what is that? <laughs> Fruity Pebbles? 
Okay. That's a great movie, Fruity Pebbles. What does the sombrero say on it? E2 Natalie Tambien. That is a sexy name tag. There's some sort of Cannonball Run tribute out there. There's a dude with Mike and Ike, so he could be either of those names. The Blair Rich Project. Are you rich, dude? Someone with an actual tiny director's chair that says Sydney on it. Was that a, like was that like a, on the set of a movie with a small actor? <laughs> A tiny actor, a basketball. Oh my God! Is there any up in the balcony? Yeah. You, you guys just like, you're like, we're getting there late. We're not gonna bring a name tag. <laughs> I can't read any of those from where I am. But who knows? Maybe one of my guests will, uh, you know, make the effort and come out there and find you. Oh, there's a really long banner with a, a heart and a camera. I don't see my face on there anywhere. <laughs> it's kind of disappointing. There's another light-up one over there. Thanks a lot, you guys, for for bringing name tags. Who's coming back on July 1st? (laughs) I didn't mean to pull a fast one on you. Like, we decided on July 1st, and then I realized my schedule could make this happen also after we put the July 1st one on sale. So I appreciate anyone who's, who's coming to both or any of these shows. And also... Uh, I, I know Ticketmaster, you know, especially in New York, is a, is a fucking... is fucked. And uh, so I try to keep the tickets as low as possible. So uh, I think if you buy them at the box office here, there's no um, service charge. But I also... Uh, I asked for the tickets to be like $15 and a $4 service charge. So they should be $19. If you paid more, I apologize. But that, that's what it should be for the next one. And, and from now on... <laughs> Because I know, I know how it must feel. You guys are like, those fuckers out in L.A. get it free every week. But guess what? Yours is going to be supersized. Yeah. 90 minutes, four great guests. But first, these things out of my mouth. It's time for Watch This, Not That. The number one movie in the country is Star Trek Into Darkness Rises. And... And number two is Iron Man 3. And I think no matter what, there's going to be more Iron Man movies. Even if Robert Downey Jr. doesn't want to play the part, they'll just get uh, Topher Grace. But um, (laughs) I worry because they say that Star Trek Into Darkness uh, earned a little less than they uh, were hoping it would or guesstimated that it would. So I'm hoping for uh, more... Uh, Star Trek movies. So watch Star Trek Into Darkness, not Iron Man 3. This has been Watch This, Not That. Uh, From the corrections department, the Alec Baldwin movie I mentioned on the last UCB show is called Outside Providence, not Providence, Rhode Island. (laughs) Finally, we can all sleep better knowing that that's been cleared up. Lindbergh! There's this guy named Lindbergh that gives me a hard time about... Things like that, just so that he'll get into the uh, corrections department bit. Let's look in the prize bag, you guys. It's really heavy, and we got to talk to the guests about some of these things, but they give us so many great treats backstage that I, I can't possibly eat them all or think about eating them all. So I included from the uh, 
backstage here at the Gramercy, uh, some Chips Ahoy cookies. Big thing of those. Uh, it's the chewy style, so you're eating, you're, you're basically eating like synthetic uh, garbage. Yeah. Get it, get it into you. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree that they're delicious. Oh, we got a uh, CD from one of the fellas coming out here. Oh, another CD from another fella. A CD from this fella called Smug Life. And uh, <laughs> this, this thing is crazy. I'm not going to show you what it says on it, but this item, she's not here, but this item is signed by Taylor Swift. Yeah, so there's, there's got to be a story behind that. And there's a T-shirt in here and a grinder, if you, you know, if you're into that sort of thing. I included Doug Digsit for this. I haven't done Doug's D- Doug Digsit for a while because I can't say it. Got to be able to say it to do it. But Doug Diggs, the original Planet of the Apes on DVD. And yeah, and there's a t-shirt. And then there's also a uh, $10 iTunes gift card that you can use to get premium episodes of uh, Benson Interruption and Douglas movies or, or go buy whatever else you want with it. Go, go get the new Taylor Swift album read. <laughs> I don't give a shit what you do with it. I will never know. It's not, I don't set this up so it'll come back to me that you didn't buy my shit with it. And, and wh- wh- why would I want... If you buy my shit with it, that's like, what, has the tra- transaction even happened? It's just like, that's just all neutral. <laughs> Here's a great idea. Buy my friend's comedy albums with, with your... Uh, whoever wins tonight. With your whopping $10... <laughs> By every Pete Holmes, you made it. You made it movies, where you where you have where you have to sit through Pete Holmes talking about everything but the movie he's watching. Uh, and please help me in uh, welcoming to the stage another great New York lineup. I've got Ari Shafir, Pat Kiernan, Eugene Merman, and John Mulaney. It's a little different than the L.A. version, isn't it, Ari? (laughs) People love you here. Ari Shafir, everybody. Ari Shafir, Death Squad, powerful. Relocated to New York for a period of time. Yeah. Yeah, how are you liking it? So far, so good. Yeah? Yeah, it's been kind of cold, but... Right? Nobody's broken into my apartment. It was finally warm today, and I actually got tweets from people complaining about having to wait in line outside in the heat. Like, it was fucking... The Arctic for the last six months, and you guys are already tired of the heat. Another guy said, "I have to stand next to hot garbage." I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, welcome to New York. Yeah. What are you, What are you visiting? He's like, No, I live here. <laughs> and Ari brought a grinder with his face on it. Yeah. It's usable. So, and by grinder, I mean something so you can make your own coffee. And no, I don't. That's not bad and, at all. Uh, Do not make coffee with it. And New York ones. What's in the papers? Pat Kiernan. 
brought a, a lovely t-shirt, symbolic of my move to Brooklyn last year. And, and also it's got, it's got a bike on it because New York is bike crazy as of next week. Yeah, it's fucking maximum rush time, you guys. Can I, can I use the bit about the, the tweets about sick, being sick of the hot weather? Can I use that tomorrow morning? Absolutely. <laughs> Pat reads the tweets. It's a new, new segment on New York One. And for the listeners who, don't, who have not been in New York either to visit or to live, uh, New York One is, is, the, is the best thing. Are you, are you into it? Have you started watching it? I don't it? know what that means. It's the NBC of only New York. <laughs> It's the reason people don't switch from Time Warner Cable. Like, like almost the only reason. And that voice, of course, is Eugene Merman. Hello. Not, not a cartoon little boy. No, a, full a blown, man. A full-blown man. A cartoon man. little man. <laughs> And he brought a copy of Eugene Merman, An Evening of Comedy in a Fake Underground Laboratory, for your listening pleasure. And real quick, uh, let me mention the the name of Ari's uh, CD that he brought. It's called uh, Revenge for the Holocaust. (laughs) And to that I say, finally. (laughs) We've been buying our time, waiting to strike. (laughs) We did it in CD form. Um, Oops, you... Have a water drop situation. <laughs> and finally, John Mullaney is here. Hey. Hi, Doug. Hi, John. And he brought the aforementioned Taylor Swift item. Tell us what it. Tell us all about well, on it. On its own, it is a fine and sealed. Show them the inside. Sealed Joe Malone candle. Y'all know Joe Malone, right? He's making candles now. This is one of them. Good old shoeless Joe Malone and his foot-scented candle. And, and signed to me from Taylor Swift. Do you want to read it? I, Doug, it's impressive. She wrote, John, wow, period. <laughs> Thank you for everything. Exclamation point, exclamation point. She's got this new song where she goes, let's dress like hipsters, and every time I sing along Hitler. But she was a uh, guest, she was a host. Hold on, what did she write under thanks for everything? Oh, love you. (laughs) Can't believe I left that out. Yeah. And then she kissed it and also put a little uh, vagina juice on there. See, now this is a problem. Now I'm in trouble. Y'all cannot tell her I gave this away. No, for real. Yeah, don't. Have you ever seen what she does to a young man that wrongs her? You do not repeat this stays in this room and in the podcast and all the people that listen to it. Yeah. This don't be that, in whatever don't be room that you're in. dick that goes, at Taylor Swift, did you hear what at John Mulaney did to you? And then what at Doug Benson tagged it with? <laughs> I, don't, I won't stir it up. I'll, I'll let it go. But uh, she was hosting SNL 
and you were... Well, yeah, I was going to keep it vague. Writing all of, all of her best I just jokes. wanted to have a Joe Malone candle that said, wow, thank you for everything. I love you, Taylor Swift. Yes, she was uh, hosting Saturday Night Live, and she gave gifts to everybody. And uh, I figured, you know, pay it forward. Pass it on to these people. Did everybody get something different, or everybody was a candle? Huh? Was it all candles, or she gives all something candles, different All candles, different things? messages. All candles, different inscriptions. Yeah, no, she's... She's serious about show business. <laughs> that girl is not fucking around. She's the Tom Cruise of young country girl singers. She's the Tom Cruise of show business. <laughs> yeah, because he's just in films. He's I think just, he he's is just a slumming it in films. Now. He is a full spaceman now. A full futuristic space explorer. Did you see Obliv? I haven't seen it yet. Is that the one with uh, Will Smith and his son, or is that the one? I wish. I wish there was a movie where Tom Cruise and Will Smith and his son were on another planet, and then at the end, the, the surprise twist is that they promised to stay there. Yeah. That's actually, that's actually the end of The Master, if you watch it all the way through. Did you like that movie, The Master? Yeah, I liked The Master a lot. I saw it at that big-ass, uh, what's it called at the Arclight? The Cinemadrome? Cineramadome? The Cineramadome. <laughs> it was great. I could not have been I more bored. I felt totally transported. <laughs> Boom, did you hear that? Ari Shavir could not be more bored by The Master. It was like great acting, but I was like, I don't care what you're talking about. What were they talking about? I don't know. I don't have any idea what the fuck they were getting into. But is that what intrigued you about it? That, they, that we didn't know what they were getting into? Like, that, like that, what were they even talking about half the time? What was that scene where he had to keep walking across the room and touch the window? But he, also, well, he was also touching the wall. <laughs> so you see That's I mean? why I didn't get it. Didn't I, get I missed it. the wall part. I missed the wall. I was like, why, why just the window? Right. Touch, touch something else. You gotta, you gotta keep both eyes open because he went to the whole other side of the screen and touched the wall. Are you, John, a uh, There Will Be Blood fan? I am a There Will oh. Be Blood fan, yeah. yeah. yeah that's where Tom, uh, Paul Thomas Anderson lost me. Oh, It was really? about halfway through that movie, yeah. Yeah, and uh, I, I just wanted to make... Like, his next movie is supposedly going to be about surf music, and I, like, I can't wait, because the last two movies, the soundtrack has been a guy hitting a hammer into a saw. <laughs> Eugene Merman, have you been to the movies lately? You don't have to applaud again. I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to say it like I was. I, I didn't. I didn't mean to introduce him again. I have been to the movies. Uh, I went to see Star Trek. Into Darkness. Nice. Yes. I went to see Wrath of Khan at home. Uh, no, I went to see uh, yeah Star Trek Into Darkness. I. I uh, uh, one uh, against my girlfriend to see Great Gatsby, Ooh. which I'm told by uh, the media is terrible. What do you mean you won? What did you win? Did you fight? I won the ability to not see Great Gatsby. Oh. <laughs> I'm just and picturing you see... two stalking around the living room about to wrestle. Like we, then... Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. No, we went, like, yeah, it was just blows, and <laughs> though I was knocked out as a favor. Uh, no, we went to see Star Trek Into Darkness, and uh, it was a lot of fun. It was a nice time. Uh, is that what I'm supposed to say? It was a nice time. A nice time. Well, yeah. you know, yeah, it was it, a it movie. Is, it is a movie. I don't feel like I went and like something. I was transformed. 
in some way. I was like, I've enjoyed watching this. It's very fast. I like the latest Star Trek Players production. Yeah. You know, it's like, it's just, that's what I said in the beginning of the show, is I, I would not mind more of the same. Yeah. But I also still feel like it's too new to really talk about because it's got, you know, twists and stuff. Yeah. Every, everyone in the movie, aliens included, are gay. <laughs> and it's like how there's a universe it's an alt universe where everyone completely is gay and no new beings can be created and I've ruined it now I enjoyed it I guess we can't discuss I enjoyed it for the following twists does your girl like it? say it again does your girl like it? yeah we both enjoyed it it's a nice. movie well made <laughs> The real reason we saw it is because we both wanted to see it in the other movie only half of us wanted to see. And even that, I was like, you don't really want to see this. You will unlike Leonardo DiCaprio. No, he's supposedly very good in it. And it's supposedly in 3D, which she wouldn't go see anyway, because her and you hate 3D. Well, hate is a strong word. Disdain? I I want to murder it. Um, Totally agreed. Hear that clap? Yeah. That is passionate people. I, I saw Gatsby and Toosby, and uh, yeah. was that? it you worked like out that? fine. And I, 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 it's kind of interesting when you watch it in 2D, anything that's also available in 3D, because you can sit there and go, oh, that would have been, oh, the confetti might have come, seemed like it was coming closer to me, but I'm still, I'm good with what, how close it did come. Like, you know, like, I, like Oz, uh, Great and Powerful, I saw yeah. in 3D. And the, the whole time I was just like, I would be having so much more fun imagining what the 3D would be like. <laughs> I saw it in 3D, it 3D and I thought this is probably good to see it this way and not 2D. Really? Yeah. Because, because the story like, was... Oh my God, it's like almost a little closer. <laughs> I don't mind 3D. Don't For mind Sorry, it. America. Don't, what a... <laughs> <laughs> I don't like it when the movie is fake made 3D. Yeah. When they, right, like they like redo a retroactive it. 3D. Yeah, I don't want to see Kramer vs. Kramer in 3D. <laughs> I'm all set. But a movie that was meant to be in it, okay, go on. The scene where Joe Beth Williams is naked in Kramer vs. Kramer, you, you should at least check that out in 3D. When she runs into the little boy in the hallway, like she is so naked, and that movie's like PG, I think. Not anymore. It was, a, it was a better time. Pat, do you get to... I know you have a family and a morning job, so... Yeah. Movies are probably not a big uh, priority. No, I, I have a cameo in Iron Man 3. Oh! <laughs> once again, once Did again... Did you take over the Don Cheadle role? It's good to have you on the show, Rhodey. Doug, it's, it's the Pat Kiernan as himself role again. And it's uh, on New York One or just uh, uh, no, at, generic at, at, newscast? At New York One, pronouncing the end of the planet. <laughs> New or, York would probably know first. Uh, They'd probably get the scoop. No, but for three weeks I've been trying to, to go see it. And, and my eldest daughter doesn't want to go see it. She thinks it looks scary from the trailer. <laughs> How old is she? She's 11. Dude, I just completely set you up to say she's like 22 oh, or sorry. something. <laughs> But uh, 75. <laughs> She's aging backwards. Uh, That's yeah, interesting so, that she would think that looks scary because it just I, looks I, I think silly. I could drag her kicking and screaming, but sure, but, sure. But she had on her her, her 
Netflix pick list, uh, Monte Carlo with Selena Gomez, so we watched that instead. <laughs> this is what they don't tell dude, you about dude, having kids. Dude, the Selena Gomez movie you gotta watch with your kids is Spring Breakers. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> that would be messed up. Come on, kids, let's watch. And they'd be like, why did Selena leave the movie halfway through? Because shit's going down, kids. <laughs> Ari, what about you? Uh, what have I seen lately? Mm-hmm. Fuck. I'm trying to remember. You had all that time. I went all the way down the I line. I know. But I was kind of engrossed in what they were doing. And then right when he finished, I was like, oh, he's probably going to ask me next. It could be something you watched on uh, Netflix or... Uh... I just illegally downloaded a few movies. That's what I meant. Does that count? Sure. Uh, and watch I, them? The Wilco documentary? No. Wilco? Uh-huh. Yeah, nobody should pay to see that. Okay. <laughs> no, it's good, though, right? I was I, worried I about Iron good. Man 3, because Iron Man 2 was so sucky that I was like... No, but everybody... That's the thing, is Iron Man 3 is like they got it, they got it back on back. track. Oh, yeah, it's good. Yeah. It's good. Just like, just like uh, Ocean's 13. They were like, we're sorry for Ocean's 12. Ocean's 13 is going to make up for it. And then it was worse than Ocean's 12, if you ask me. But who did? I saw Django Unchained last time I was here in Brooklyn. Yeah. You like that? I liked it pretty good. But I mean... What didn't you like about it? It was like a little... You know, okay. Look, Tarantino's the greatest. Let's all agree. But like... You know how in the other movie, the good one about the Jews? Um, there's that scene where the one girl is like gonna drink milk and the, the bad guy is like, oh, you want milk? And it's like, oh, I don't know if he knows who I am. And it's so fucking tense. You don't know what's gonna happen. That same scene was in Django, but it was just like... There's no tension in no, Django. No, none. He's like, should I reach for my gun? I'm like, why? There's like 20 dudes here. Just get killed. Every time they're in a situation, Christoph Waltz just goes, I can talk my way out of this. <laughs> and then he does. And, yeah. it, and it's entertaining to watch, but I thought Inglourious Bastards was a much more suspenseful, scary, yeah. scary movie. Yeah. And ultimately disturbing. Wow, that's a lot of people. I don't know what, I don't know what that this. noise was. But congratulations on the birth of your child. Dude, there's a balcony here too. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Wow. Whoa. And it's raked. It's raked like all the all the good movie theaters these days. So like everybody's got everybody's got a clear vision of us from very far away. Hi. And uh, yeah, if you see a name tag up there when it comes to that part of the show that you want, uh, you know, just jump off the stage and and, and go get it because they, you know, they're people too up there. I don't believe they are. <laughs> Did I ask you what you saw, John? Uh, no. No, because we got into oblivion and so forth. The mm-hmm. last movie I saw was The Place Beyond the Pines. Oh, I heard that was good. Which is... People seem to like it. It's I, I, I fantastic. Still haven't yeah? It is great. It is so good, I bought the score on iTunes. <laughs> no! And I Nothing's listened. that good. It was that good! <laughs> that you just want to listen to music that reminds you of that Ryan Gosling? the next morning. <laughs> just look at a picture of Ryan. Oh, I looked at a picture of Ryan. I downloaded, because the, the track I wanted was album only, don't you know? So I had to buy a $17 album 
so that I could listen to the score in my car the next morning and cry on the 101. <laughs> it's a real thinker. This Seventeen dollars? Is it two discs? I'm. It, I don't know. It's all iTunes. What? What disc? Yeah. The movie isn't too long. Is it too long? Mm-hmm. No, it's a movie. You go. It's your evening out. It's a movie. Who cares how long it is? Sit there for a few days. I don't give a shit. How long do you want movies to be? Shorter than The Place Beyond the Pines. <laughs> it's not that long. It's I also, good. unfortunately, know like kind of the twist of the kind of that happens one third of the way into that movie. See, I think you enjoy it even if you know things about it. This is bullshit. This era where you can't know anything about what you walked into. Because people knew, people read Gone with the Wind, they went in and watched that goddamn thing. No, studies, studies have shown, and Pat Kiernan can back yeah. up on this, that people don't give a shit about spoilers. You're, you're regular people. But the people that are in this room really care about spoilers. <laughs> All right. You know, it's just a, it's a weird thing. That, I can't like, back you up on that, Doug. I'll back you up on that. Have you, because you've reported that, right? Every day, every day. <laughs> Many. I, I mean, we've reported the Gallup version of that poll. We reported the the all. Of I the thought monsters. it was a little inappropriate during Hurricane Sandy that you guys kept reporting the spoiler phenomenon. I just thought people needed a little more info. We, about well, Red we were Cross. curious whether it was trending down. Yeah, whether people I became. I mean, less I see concerned. why it's interesting. I just personally felt. You know what? Maybe just to shake it up, I won't report it tomorrow. <laughs> well, when I restart my cable box, New York One will come on, and I'll... <laughs> You'll pop right up there. Let me know when you restart it. I'll restart it at the same time. All right, let's all restart our cable boxes at the same time tomorrow. When I stay in a hotel here that doesn't have New York One, I, I get angry. <laughs> Good for just, you. It's just such a... It just makes me feel like I'm back, you know, when you it's can turn fantastic. that It's fantastic. It's yeah. just the best. Is that the station that's on in cabs? No. 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 Ari. No. Ari. You goddamn L.A. piece of shit. That's like ABC or NBC. Those you are not, thank you, Eugene. You are not acclimating That's the well station that's the on New York One. <laughs> <laughs> what you meant by that is that the station I turn off in the back of the cab. Yeah. 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 I, I always, like, I can't hit that button fast enough when Sandy Kenyon's going to tell me... <laughs> He's going to tell me how much I'm going to love the big wedding. <laughs> the first time I saw one of those cab things, there was a story on gas prices going up. I don't mean to harp on Jew stuff, but they were like, they were like, they were like, citizens are outraged. And then they just take it to the street and they just interview some, his name must have been Jaime. Because he was just like, his voice was like, eh, eh. And he had everything. He was like, it's too high. The money's too much. <laughs> The money uh, is too much. <laughs> so much money. <laughs> That's basically all New York is. It's a lot of snacks. I, yeah, I, I didn't tweet it, but today when I was walking along, I almost wrote New York, New York City where they invented noise. Because it's fucking crazy how loud people do things here. Because everything's loud here. Who cares? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Oh, such a soft-spoken panel. I got my wall banged on because I was recording a podcast intro too loud. She banged on my wall to keep it down. Yeah, first night here. And I was like, there's fucking eight sirens going off. <laughs> what were yeah, you? But they're not talking about comedy. <laughs> were you doing your podcast that, that's called yelling? I was yelling. I was getting worked up. <laughs> 
Was there a guest or just you? It was just an intro. <laughs> I probably should calm down more. Let's, let's go. We'll start down the other end again. John Mulaney. Hey, yeah! Hey. Stop it! Yeah! I'll try to remember to just use first names so that doesn't happen anymore. Um... Movie this summer that you're most looking forward to, if, if there is such a thing. Ooh, you, may uh, have, you may have peaked with Pines. <laughs> uh, movie this summer that I'm most looking forward to. Oh. We'll come back to you. you no, the, uh, how about, oh, the internship. I mean, hey. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's an intern. They got you're an internship. You're a liar. You're a liar. But no, but Doug, it's at Google. <laughs> That's a word. I do not... <laughs> I do not get what's going on with Vince Vaughn movies. It used to no, be no, like... No, no, I'll explain it. So, <laughs> it's Google, right? And they get an internship. But they're too old, John. Ba, ba, I don't ba. understand. No goddamn spoilers, Eugene. I believe they're I'm not, right. Don't listen to them. They're not old. But Vince, Vince Vaughn went from... One, the, the premise that was a big hit was like, you know, he's trying to start a frat at a college even though he's an adult. And then the next one that was a big hit was like, he's going to weddings and hitting on women at all the weddings. And then the next one was, he's got a dilemma. He knows that his adult friends are having a difficult marriage. And then now, his, new, his latest thing, like the premises are just getting weaker and weaker. Like, the, like after this one, the next premise is going to be uh, Vince Vaughn decides to open up a lemonade stand. <laughs> like, it's, it's so like, it's not high concept at all. Or is it? Is working for Google that crazy? Well, it's Google. <laughs> this is a buzzword right now, Doug. Do they just turn to the audience and say, hey, we're not really going to do a movie. Just look it up. Just Google it. Kevin Spacey comes in as his character from House of Cards and talks to the audience about it. Can you believe that they're working at Google? Do do you like when he talks to the camera? I'm going to ruin this internship. (laughs) Even if it is at Google. Didn't you get used to that? I got used to that talking to camera thing. I haven't watched uh, no. House of Cards. Come on. Uh, I, you gonna... did an excellent impersonation of it for having... I'm gonna, it. Right? I'm going to binge watch it. But... Uh, <laughs> Once but, Ferris Bueller did it. it but was that was the biggest criticism I heard. Yeah, when, when Kevin Spacey looks in the camera and goes, life goes by too fast. You got to stop and take a moment to enjoy it. Or whatever the fuck Ferris Bueller said. <laughs> Donka Shane. Um... <laughs> Yeah, I, but that's the only complaint I've heard about that series. Is that it's brilliant, David Fincher, Netflix, but that... No, I like it. I, but that, I do like him talking to the camera. I like him talking to the camera. I need good. that kind of... I don't know what's happening all, at any point in every TV show and movie. If someone like in Game of Thrones would just turn to the camera and be like, we want to climb the wall, I'd be like, ah, oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Dinklage should totally just be the guy that looks to camera and tells us what's up, what's really going on. That'd be fantastic. Yeah, I would love that. But I just, I just sit there and stare at it for an hour and, and go, oh, other people seem to enjoy it for reasons that I don't. I just like that there might be a fiery dragon flying in and doing shit. Or, you know. I started looking up stuff on, online as I watch. It's like truffles. It's like, hey, you want a mushroom? It's 300 bucks. And I'm like, oh, 300 bucks. Okay, it must be good. 
That is a solid analogy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but also, but also you, should, you should talk to your cable supplier about paying $300 for HBO. That seems a little... Not even HBO, just pay. Game of Thrones. <laughs> yeah, just Game of Thrones, 300 bucks, right? Yeah. Okay, Eugene. You've what movie am I most about... excited for coming out this summer? Yeah, if any. Uh, no, I am, because aren't there uh, a lot of... Yeah, superhero. What are some of the movies coming out? We got the Wolverine, the the Wolverine. Yes, Superman. No, Su- I think oh Superman. Yeah, Man of Man of Superman. Steel. Superman. That is maybe the one that I'm most excited for. It's all those things. It's like how people who can either fly or punch or get shot and be fine. I feel it's like every week combination. Good, it, it, solid combinations of those. Is every weekend in your life talking your girlfriend into seeing the comic book movie? No, because they mostly, first of all, come out in the summer. And uh, second of all, I'm happy to go see other stuff, too, uh, like thrillers. Uh, or a nice romantic comedy. Uh, when was, what was the last romantic comedy that, I you, you, that you thought was a good movie? Mm. Oh. Yeah. No, I... I like a lot of romantic comedies. I do too, but they go they okay, dig back a little ways. Well, yeah. Um, I bet there was a bunch if you name. I have uh, to I have to dig back to Citizen Bax- Kane. Citizen to Kane. find a romantic comedy that Let me just say this, I really enjoyed Blast from the Past with Alicia Silverstone and Brandon Fraser. Oh yeah. Was, oh, yeah. was it because you were in a shelter underground and there were no other movies to watch? No other romantic comedies. Uh, no, uh, I watched Admission uh, a few days ago. Uh, we watched Tina Admission. Tina Fey and Paul Rudd. Yes, and then the next night I made the terrible mistake of watching uh, uh, Good Day to Die Hard because I was like, "How bad could it really be?" And the answer is, it's like off. The, it's like it was. It's like someone taught a cat to write a movie and then let it write a movie and then filmed and shot and released that movie. I've literally never seen something that was yeah. as sort of they found a cat and expensive. They found a cat that only says, I'm on vacation. Yeah. So that was, but uh, no, I see all sorts, but I am probably most excited for Superman. I think that's true. Man of Steel. Man of Steel, yeah, yeah. For, okay. I'm most excited for a Cal Alpha movie. <laughs> Sorry to say it wrong. Pat, of course you're going to take your daughters to see uh, Monsters University. Of course. Mm-hmm. What uh, else are you looking, looking forward to? You didn't tell me I had to research for, for this. <laughs> no, you uh, don't. You could just pass. Can, can I take us off on a tangent? Sure. You know what, the, the whole romantic comedy question? I was thinking what romantic comedies uh, have I seen in the last decade that I enjoyed, which reminded me of, of the, the piece of the revelation that I had that... The, the guy, the dad in Downton Abbey was, was Bernie, the dopey guy in Notting Hill that said to, to Julia Roberts' character, so, Anna, what do you do for a living? That's the same guy. Re-siphons? I, I never connected those before. That's cool. That's a cool tangent. I like, I like romantic comedies, how it always works out, just like real relationships. My favorite romantic comedy is Throw Mama from the Train. <laughs> That's a good one. Well, um... Remember in Teen Wolf 2 how he was, uh... 
the whole time the like normal looking girl was into him but he was like beat it and then uh, he hooked up with a hot chick and it turns out she was horrible to be around and it didn't ruin anything with the normal looking chick she was like yeah I'll still take you what's the lesson you get from that Teen Wolf 2 that happened I think that's yeah. both of them it sometimes skips oh, a yeah. generation That's in the movie as well. <laughs> Teen Wolf 2 was the one that Sometimes. Michael J. Fox was not involved in. It was Jason Bateman. Yeah, yeah. Jason yeah. Bateman. Yeah. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> uh, what about... The, uh, this is not a movie thing, but it might be a movie thing eventually. Are you guys excited about Arrested Development? <laughs> I'm, I'm, uh, I'm scared of it. I'm scared of ruin the name. I'm scared of what's going to happen. But because you'll have to stream it. <laughs> yeah. What if there's buffering issues? <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is the point of the, of the show where I say, "Let the banes begin." <laughs> and we're going to play some games, but uh, in order to do that properly, we need each of the guests on stage to select a name tag from the audience oh. who they would like to play for. If we can get the house lights up a little bit, I'd appreciate it. And uh, if you guys could just get up and go out there and grab the name tag that you want to play for. Ari Shafir, who are you playing for? I'm playing for uh, Tommy 12 Tacos. Is that your name? What's your name, man? I forgot to ask your name. Is your name on the name tag? It's huge. What is it? It's Jesus smoking a bong. Oh, his, and it, your name is Jesus? Up in the balcony? And do they write a shithead on the back? Yeah, okay, good. Oh, don't show everybody. <laughs> All right, Pat, who are you playing for? Uh, Bridget has a Kermit the Frog here. And it, it looks like a well-worn Kermit the Frog. Like yeah. It, like it, it may have been purchased 30 years ago. Yeah, it's yeah, very... Yeah, the uh, eyes are a little, little worn out. Yeah, the, the it shag... like it's been well used. Is, shag's yeah. a little rough on that one, yeah. Bridget, I'll take, I'll take good care of Kermit. <laughs> oh, that was so sweet. But Bridget is who you're playing for. Bridget. And she put a shithead on the back of Kermit, so don't, don't, the, say, don't say that no, out loud. No, no, I'm not going to read it out loud, but there is a, there is a, a message on the back. <laughs> Have you ever uh, accidentally said a swear word on New York One? I, I don't believe so. <laughs> okay, I take your word I mean, for we, it. We, we often say Shiite. Really often? There's a traffic jam on the tunnel. And I was told that the proper way to say, say that, that uh, city is not... Norfolk, but Norfolk. Okay. Yeah, that's, uh, so that's, that's in the ballpark. Those are two great examples. <laughs> Not Norfolk. <laughs> I've been employed there for a long time, Doug. I think part of the reason is that, that I've maintained a pristine record. But who knows, maybe it'll all blow up one day. Maybe. Yeah, maybe you'll, just, you'll be reading Pat's papers and you'll just be, this shit's fucked up. <laughs> Maybe. Eugene. <laughs> <laughs> Eugene, who, who are you playing for? Assuming her name wasn't Leonard Malton. 
I believe I'm playing for someone named the last you, you, lo, oh Laura Laura Corn Laura Corn yes yeah, so I can read upside down not bad <laughs> yeah so I'm her, playing for the last Laura Corn yeah her name is Laura and uh, I'm assuming and her last name is Corn it's uh, really actually <laughs> I'm assuming Leonard Maltin gave that two and a half stars which is a travesty because that that movie's a classic the last unicorn yeah it's got it's got vanity in it um John I am playing for Leslie, right here in the front row. I did not go far. <laughs> I did not try hard, and I did not go far. Playing for Leslie on this uh, very not dexterous Homer Simpson doll. She, really... just, she just wrote Leslie on the front of his chest? Yeah. In front of his chest but when too. I was about to go into the crowd, she said I like... She complimented my 2012 special new in town, so I said, I'm not going nowhere, and I took her... Smart Your 2012 special new in town? Coming out in 2012. <laughs> Leslie was clapping with the Homer earlier in the show. I saw her, instead of clapping her own hands, she would clap Homer's hands. Probably didn't make much noise, but uh, <laughs> certainly made an impression. And congratulations to all the people whose name tags got chosen, and thank you to everyone who brought one that didn't get chosen, because I know what it's like holding something like this uh, on, on the subway. <laughs> I, I had to come back from Best Week Ever one time dressed as Harry Potter, so I know, I know what, how you guys... All right, this first game we're going to play is called Lincoln or Bane. Of course, the audience is unfamiliar with it, so let me explain. <laughs> I'm going to say a line from the motion picture Lincoln, directed by Steven Spielberg. <laughs> Why is that funny? Uh, as said by uh, Lincoln, or a line in Dark Knight Rises, as said by the character of Bane. Uh, Dark Knight Rises was the one about the hole. Uh, sure. So this, this is a 50-50. It's a straight 50-50 They shot. both say things that sound like the other guy. They both have the same attitude, which is interesting because one of them is a villain and the other one is Bane. <laughs> Doesn't make any sense. It does if, Doug, you like slavery. <laughs> It. I just think it's, you know, it's an option that people should... You've always been a free trade guy, like... No, it's... It's just... It's just weird, it's just weird that the two, these two characters sound so much alike because they are so, so incredibly different. Uh, so... We'll start, we'll start down there with you, uh, John, and we'll go across the, uh, the lane there, across every person, and just tell me... You can explain why you think so, but it kind of helps the other players if you do that. If you, just, if just you do tell me, okay. if, tell me if it's Lincoln or Bane. And I, <laughs> I do a better Bane than a Lincoln, but you'll get the idea. Wait, you're going to do it in their voice? Never mind, just go, just go. I could just say it if you'd prefer. No, uh, now that I have a voice option, please do it in the voice. <laughs> how do you know how good your Lincoln is? <laughs> it's... Based on Daniel Day Lewis's oh, version, but also yeah, it's it, but it, it's crazy that, that all the things both of those characters say, except for there's certain phrases, of course. 
Okay, we got it. Like, <laughs> like. Like, Lincoln never brings up Gotham. And Bane never brings up any kind of emancipation. Oh, uh, he actually does, though. Take back your city. All right, here we go. This is, but this is the one. This is the one. That wasn't it. That wasn't it. <laughs> John, is this Lincoln or Bane? Put him back in the box. <laughs> hmm. Can I, I hear it again? I've, saw, I've seen both of those movies. I don't know why either of them would say that. Could I hear it again? Put him back in the box. Are you saying put him back in the box? Put him back in the box. <laughs> that is, and don't say right or wrong to like give my reason. No, because we're gonna go down the line. Everybody gets to say, so I won't say right or wrong for oh, a while. Oh, I thought this was just. That's why he doesn't want you to give your reasoning. Because once you, you tell can, me your though, reasoning, I'll know the truth. Yeah. <laughs> You'll be helping the other players. Like we had the retired pope. Pope, because your reasoning equals the right answer for me. Ah. Lincoln. <laughs> Eugene? Without his reasoning, I'm going to say Bane. Pat? I think it's Lincoln. Ari? It's definitely Bane. We've already narrowed down to two players because it's Lincoln! Uh-huh. They didn't have boxes in those days. What about the time it was something was about there were some votes or something, and he said, put them back in the box. Oh, you know what I thought it was, Doug? What? I thought that Lincoln came home, and you know that awful Mary Todd was always buying things? She's she awful. She had out a bunch. She was like, look at this here, and look at this here, and he goes, put them back in the box, and you better have a receipt. <laughs> Todd. He would call her Todd when he was mad at her. You better have a receipt, Todd. <laughs> and then he moonwalked out of the room. He's got to start directing movies. My favorite favorite thing that Lincoln says to his wife, uh, Sally Field, is at one point he says to her, howling at shadows and furniture and ghosts. (laughs) What? That's a difficult person to live with. That's doing all of those things. Would you rather live with Sally Field from Punchline or Sally Field and Lincoln? Oh, good question. Either way, they're howlers. <laughs> um, okay, so that means that we've narrowed it down to just Pat and John. So uh, Eugene and oh, now Ari, we're we're head to head. Eugene and Ari have to sit this one out. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't. Well, know goodbye then. <laughs> Who said? And we'll start with Pat. Here's where it gets truly slippery. <laughs> Is there any clue to be read into your voice characterization? No, I read it more as Bane than Lincoln. But that does, that's, that's because it is Bane, Doug. Oh, John? It's, it's Lincoln. That's correct, it's Lincoln. Because then he goes, he goes on to say... Scene, this is in the scene on, uh, on Robert's birthday when he sets up a slip and slide. 
Remember that he's in the backyard? It's the only time you see him in shorts. And he's, he's like, we've got a crocodile mile over here, but here's where it gets truly slippery. She is about to get wet. I think it's more like he's, he's about to say that uh, slavery is a slippery slope. <laughs> no, he doesn't say that. It's not that. that slippery. It should just be no slavery. Yeah. <laughs> but that's the interesting <laughs> argument in that movie is everybody that's against... I mean, they're also probably racist, but, like, the reason... Uh, the Some reason, of them were, yes. Yes. The reason they say they're against uh, abolishing slavery is they're like, but what, what are they all going to do when they're suddenly free? And the answer is, well, they'll be fucking free. Like, try not to worry. That's, like, a weird downside to be concerned about. Activities? <laughs> yeah. How are we going to keep them busy? when they don't have to do things for us anymore. That's how Domino's were invented. <laughs> no way. Yeah. Oh, all right, relax, everybody. <laughs> Fucking silence of possible racism. Just relax. Can I have another uh, vodka and soda when somebody, anyone gets a chance? Thank you. Thank you very much. Gramercy Theater. Then I'll, I'll have a gin and tonic then. Ooh. When the same person who has a chance to help Doug. Yeah, I'll just have, when you, when you the have the opportunity. Tonic. What do you want, Ari? It's the vodka tonic is good. Okay. You don't even call your brand or whatever? I don't know heavy drinks. <laughs> <laughs> do you have peppermint schnapps and Sprite? <laughs> that, was, that was the last time I drank liquor. I've never, I've never seen a name tag and a contestant get along the way Pat and Kermit are getting along. Kermit is riding Pat's leg. Like... Uncle Pat? It's the Muppet Show. I believe it chose him. I tried to strap Kermit on with the Velcro, but it, it didn't work. Because <laughs> you're wearing pants that normally Velcro would, would attach to no, easily? Kermit has Velcro built in, thank you. But why would it stick to your clothes? Are you trying to get me to swear? I would love it. <laughs> do you ever go see like Broadway shows, Pat? I do. I just saw Tom Hanks and Lucky Guy last week. How was it? Uh, it was. It was. It was excellent. It was. It was the kind of Broadway show that New Yorkers like to see because it was just a straight play. We didn't have to be entertained by the singers and dancers. And it was. It was all about New York tabloid history. It was perfect for me. <laughs> The drinks just arrived. That's why shit got quiet. <laughs> Apologize to the listeners. Let's trade. <laughs> Mazel tov. Oh, did we get Eugene's order? I don't know. There's a drink in your thing. That's not, not mine. I don't know. Gin and tonic? I don't know. Gin and tonic? Well, well, I do know. I just... There's she... a guy who drink anything. Maybe. <laughs> You, you got... Great. Was, it, was anybody here the last time Eugene was here in, at the Gramercy on this show? He got hammered that night. I believe everyone did. Yeah, but they're not here. No. I'm just talking about you. Let's play Build the Title. Okay. Yeah. One of the more controversial games because it's very difficult to understand how it works. 
and that's part of what I love about it. Uh, who won Lincoln or Bain? John. John did. That means John gets to go first. And then we'll go to Ari. And what we're going to do is we're going to build on a, in honor of Werner Herzog. <laughs> Did he just die? <laughs> He's been on the show a few times, so that's why they, that's why they love him so much. <laughs> and and uh, in honor of him, we're going to do Jack Reacher. So what you have to do, uh, John Mulaney, is add to the title Jack Reacher with another title of a movie. So you need a movie that either ends in Jack or begins with Reacher or... A syllable from the last syllable from Reacher, which of course is er. Okay. Er. Okay. How much? How much slant rhyme and creative freedom do I have? It's you know I'm the judge uh, and jury and uh, executioner, and uh, what I'm asking is if I try to go fancy, am I, and it and it is not accepted, am I done or do I have a chance to go back? You will be done, but you'll be, you'll be back in action in no time because this is just another preliminary okay. game leading up to the serious shit with Leonard Maltin. Okay, Jack Reach Her Sister's Keeper. They like it, but I say no. <laughs> Boo! Who pronounces it Reach Her? Not one of you. Okay, one Many of you Many hands does. are up. One of you does. But, that, but I admire you sticking your neck out like that. All right. <laughs> hey, man, I get where... I am disappointed, but I get where you're coming from. Ari? So what was his? <laughs> what the hell is this? Jack Reach Hurst. What are we doing? Keeper? Don't worry about what he said. Oh, okay. Strike that from your memory. You need a movie that ends in the word Jack... There is one. You don't know Jack? No. Okay. Don't, cool. don't start freestyle guessing on me. Because I'll say, I'll say no and move on to Pat. Or begins with Reacher, which there's, there's no movie that does that. But there's lots of movies that begin with Er. Chur. Er. Or Chur. Yeah. Like that... Uh, that, that yeah, uh, Church the movie. Yeah. <laughs> um, so you, got, you got anything? Yeah, is there a movie that starts with Earth? Um, that's really not how it works. You're not like, you don't ask me to One tell you the answer. But um, there just, might be, yes. Just go for it, all right? Earth, the, the final frontier. That should be the next uh, Star Trek, but no. Pat, what do you. Nor did he say Jack Reacher. <laughs> All right, John, relax. <laughs> Pat, do you have anything? Isn't there a Calico? Calico Jack Reacher? No. Calico Jack? Yeah. Yes. Wasn't that, that really a thing? thing? Oh, yeah. Wasn't that so... People are acting like that's a thing. Is that, is that a thing? Calico Jack. It sounds legit. I don't know. It's the best I could come up with. I'd look it up, I'd look it up on my phone, but I'm so lazy. Let's just go to let's go to Eugene. <laughs> this is yours to lose, buddy. Well, I was going to just say Earth, the movie Earth. 
but he oh. sort of took that it. That was a Disney How movie, How the right? hell is it Earth? Earth is spelled E-A-R-T-H. <laughs> Earth doesn't Earth. enter into Earth. it. It's not a spelling Jack game. Reach Earth. 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 Jack Reach Earth. It's not a spelling so Earth, game. Without it's a all the other It's not a spelling game. game. It's a pronunciation game. Earth. Right, Jack Reach Earth. The movie that we all know called Earth. Jack Reach Earth. Yeah, it was one of those Disney movies, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, like in, the, the nature movies. Yeah. yeah. It was well, there's definitely nature, a nature, nature movie, films. but I think it's also it might have been a called film. Disney's Earth. Disney's though. Earth. Yeah. yeah. So everybody loses. Whoa! It came out in 1977. I thought someone would say Free Jack Reacher because there was a movie called Free Jack, oh, and I thought somebody what? Oh, might then we say. We didn't understand the. Somebody might say Jack Reacherness, scared stupid. <laughs> And then someone could say, born free, Jack Reacher, and is scared stupid. And then someone could say, born free, Jack Reacher, and is scared stupid, crazy love. It could, you guys could have built an impressive title. If you title. had conveyed the game just a little better, there was a chance for that. I bet you, if you go back, every, every one of you has played this game before. I didn't realize we kept both words. Then, of course, I would have said Jack Reacher. <laughs> Which would have resulted in no Wait a minute, success. we were building on the previous responses? Yeah, we were playing like one of those Yeah but No, we weren't because right. we had no accepted first response So yeah. everyone was starting fresh In hindsight John won Yeah Her sister's keeper Or I won with the ability To have known the movie about Free Jack But forgotten you know, Emilio Estevez and Mick Jagger? Mick Jagger, yeah. yeah. Gotta go back in time. Classic. <laughs> that is not. And I'm sorry. But it was still fun, even though you guys all were terrible at it. Do it again. Do, do it again. <laughs> Let's go all night. Because that's how this game started for me. It was, it was a car, car game when you're just driving for hours and, uh, and you need something to do. It, it, it can really take up a lot of time. <laughs> kind of like what it did tonight. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that means that uh, John is still our, our best player. Thank you. You, you won around a two rounds ago, so... Yeah, we'll and, you know... We'll start with you again. Technically, I might have won the second round. But it you it might have. Matter. You might have. I'll get, some people will bitch at me on Twitter that I should have given you that. Oh, it's not even... You didn't, oh, even, have the, you didn't even have the right name. Oh, All right, That's how on it they are. You didn't even have the correct title. <laughs> well, then I indeed lost, but say that. I've been sitting over here with such a chip on my shoulder about it. It is my sister's keeper. My! Get that talking cat out of here. talking cats. All right. So let's play the main event. Let's play the Leonard Malton game. All right. First person to two points wins. We'll start with John, who gets to pick a category. I will dial them up on my uh, phone, as I always do, on the Leonard Malton app, which is available for anybody who wishes to purchase it. I think it's like five bucks or something. They send updates. He reviewed Star Trek Into Darkness recently. I love his first line of the review of The Great Gatsby. He's like, frankly, I was dreading Baz Luhrmann's adaptation of The Great Gatsby. And, and the review doesn't turn around and go, but I loved it. 
It's just like I was dreading it, and I was right. So good, good for you, Leonard. But uh, Leonard, do, Leonard doesn't like things that, that move, that, that blink a lot. He's got that merry heart thing where he like loses it, loses his shit if things are too spazzy. Uh, uh, John, you get to pick from three categories. Would okay. you like? Celebrating a birthday today, Bronson Balky Pincho. I'm sorry, I meant the great Bronson Balky Pincho. I would rather see a movie called Great Balky than Great Gatsby at this point. You, did, you dodged a bullet, Eugene. And um, so the films of Bronson Pincho, or at Jeff Tate 96, who's been on the show before but still contributed a category, which I thought that was charming. He suggested Snakes Not on a Plane, and that's movies where Kurt Russell takes a different mode of transportation. (laughs) And at BJ underscore Schwartz suggested Glenn so close, and it's films where she was nominated for an Oscar and did not win. So which one of those would you like to play? Glenn so close. All right. This Glenn So Close win was from 2011. Three stars from Leonard. Uh, He says about this movie that uh, she co-wrote the script and uh, and also a song that's heard in the closing credits. And I'll go even further, deeper into giving away the name of this movie by saying that that song was sung by Sinead (laughs) O'Connor. and that she might have torn up a photograph of someone after singing it. I made that part up. And Leonard lists 10 names. 2011. How many names do you think it would take you to discern the name of this movie in the category of Glenn? So close. I think I'll go zero. So now we go to Eugene Who can say Name that movie Hoping that he'll miss it And then you'll get the point Or you can go into negative names Where What does that mean? I know, it's crazy Where if you say negative one names It means you can name the movie But you'll also name the top billed performer In the film according to Leonard Maltin that makes sense, but I'm just going to challenge because I don't know yeah, what it is. Yeah, because you don't know. Yeah, you, you're forced into it. What movie do you think it is, John Mulaney? Albert Knobs? That's correct. Oh, boy. Do you know, may I spoil the end of that movie? Please. Yeah. Yeah. Albert Knobs dies, and a doctor gets over his chest to... Uh, uh, it rips open uh, Albert Knobs' jacket and shirt and sees that it is... Was There's a, some tits there. With some breasts. And the doctor goes, Oh, Albert Knobs. <laughs> that can't be true. You've just tricked a bunch of us into watching that. No. Because <laughs> that sounds hilarious. After the big reveal. Oh, Albert Knobs. <laughs> I'm going to rent it and then make a vine of that so, so no one sits through the whole movie just to see that part. Is, is it, does it happen quicker than six seconds? It's at the very end. 
<laughs> no, oh, I mean, how, long, I mean how long it takes to say that. You Is know, it like, oh, Albert. Nobs. <laughs> All right, John is on the board with one point. Eugene challenged him. So we'll start with Pat, and then we'll go to Ari. Okay. I, I'd like to get everybody involved. You lost the turn. Pat, you get to pick a category. At Paige, P-A-I-G-E, Paige, like someone named Paige got into Twitter early enough to just get the name Paige. Wow. Good for you, Paige. And she suggested the rice storm, and that's movies that have a wedding in them. Okay. Or at Mean Laquifa. <laughs> Let's be honest, I'm gonna pick the categories that are suggested by funny Twitter handle names. Just because that's a that's a bonus laugh right there. Mean Laquifa suggested random acts of blindness, and that's movies that have Ray Charles in them. <laughs> or you could pick In Theaters Now, and that's motion pictures that are in theaters now. I'm going with the rice category. Yeah, this movie's got a wedding in it. Oh, you get to pick between two different years. Would you like a movie with a wedding in it from 1967 or 1975? Nineteen seventy-five. People usually go with the most recent. Three stars from Landon for this movie that has a wedding in it from nineteen seventy-five. He calls this movie outrageously kinky, and he also says it was followed by a sequel. And he lists—I know the clues are terrible as always. He lists nine names. How many names do you think it'll take you to get it in? Is—is is that the completion of the clue portion? Yeah, I'll say it again if you like. Outrageously kinky. That's a fantastic clue right there. And then followed by a sequel. And, uh, yeah. Okay. Nine, nine names. Did I, I say, did I say ten before? No, you said nine. Okay, nine. I can name it in seven. Challenge. New York One's Pat Kiernan named that movie. But I know you're not from around here. Uh, New York One's Pat, can you name that movie <laughs> under seven names? No. Uh, he just gets, uh, he gets uh, all seven of those I get names. Seven. And, uh, if, you know, do you want, Ari, would you, would you be interested in a side bet with me? Interested? Whether he gets it or not? Yeah. I'll bet you $10 he gets it. $10. What? Yeah. You're in? Yeah, I'm in. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Pat, your names are, and don't yell it out when you guys know it. You're, you guys are going to know it in one or two names. So shut up. Patricia Quinn, Charles Gray, Little Nell Campbell, Meatloaf, <laughs> Jonathan Adams, Richard O'Brien. <laughs> And Barry Bostwick. What's it called? What is it? It's 1975. Dude, it was in the papers. 
cost me ten bucks. <laughs> what? 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 I, I, I got nothing. Anyone from New York I, too I, would have known. Nothing. Everybody pro-toasted him. Squirt guns. The uh, the rest of the stars are Susan Sarandon and Tim Rock Curry. Show. Yeah, yeah. Susan said the one guy. Rocky right? Horror Picture Show, yeah. yeah. That's oh. all right. You know, that says a lot about Pat. <laughs> I I'm with Pat. I also I've never seen it and didn't wouldn't have. You've never it. seen it? I know. Sorry. I will. I'll go watch it right it's after. It's not that this. great, but it's still weird that you haven't seen it. People look angry. Wait, it's not that great? It's got good parts though. Okay. Like I'll Susan Sarandon gets turned into a topless statue. Oh. Well, no one ever told me that. I've seen Star Wars. I'm not a monster. <laughs> when you started reading, when you said it would be obvious that you started reading those names, I was like, I have no idea what this is. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Little Nell Campbell wasn't in a lot of things. Right. Richard also, o, Richard, o, Richard O'Brien co-wrote it, played Riff Raff. He's the one that's like, time is fleeting. Also, Ma- madness. I recognize Perry Boston. <laughs> anyway, that was fun. Uh, so Ari got a point. Yeah, I'm good at Ar- Ari's on the board. Oh, we should get more Valkatonics. <laughs> oh yeah, that's not a bad idea. Just keep just keep bringing them. Jello shots, did you say? Oh do yeah. You, do you mean Jello Biafra? Because he's working the bar. <laughs> yeah. What? Is there a multi-point bonus round, or am I out of contention now? Oh, no, you're still in it to win. Yeah. I have to get up soon. John and Ari have a point. We're tied, Pat, so you still have a shot. Mm -hmm. As I do. (laughs) I am told by Doug just now when he Mm -hmm. told you you had a shot. Yeah. Yeah, you both are in it, so don't worry about it. Okay. Um, But since Ari challenged Pat, that means that we will start with Eugene and then go to John. Sure. <laughs> At Yo-Yo Dine Inc. <laughs> Possibly in the house. Suggested, are we there yet? And that's films that take place in Russia. Oh. Yeah. Or four weddings and a funeral. Yeah. Was that suggested by you? I would hope so. Oh, that's Glenn. That is an unreasonable level of excitement. That's Glenn Rausch over there. I usually don't, you know, I mentioned your name already once, so I usually skip the naming of the person that named it when the category refuses to get picked. Because no one will ever pick this category. Uh, It's Four Weddings and a Funeral, and that's uh, Frank Sinatra movies because he was married four times and now he's dead. I'll, I'll strongly consider it. And your third option, which I think you will jump all over, is the dolphin lungering category. And that's movies that have a dolphin or Dolph Lundgren or both. Oh, man. <laughs> I don't think I would have ever known the, how much I would regret forgetting all the Dolph Lundgren movies I'd seen. <laughs> Um, and what was the first one? Uh, Russia. Oh. oh. Uh, I guess... Yeah, it's tough. Yeah, I think I have to do that because I think two come to mind and no Dolph Lundgren movies unless he was in the original Unwatched You can't think Lundgren. of any Sinatra movies? Can I, take a I actually cannot, know, But okay. I'm an immigrant, so what do I know? Yes, well, but where he... are you from? 
I can't remember. Oh, yeah, Russia. Oh, there's some more vodkas. I can't oh, buy... more vodka! <laughs> Just in time for the Russia category. Uh, no, I, uh, I forget the names of Dolph Lundgren movies, and I don't know any Frank Sinatra movies. Well, I was just going to say, Frank Sinatra, of course, was in Rocky Horror Picture Show. Oh, if the category was Rocky Horror Picture Show and the answer was Rocky Horror Picture Show, I would have chosen it. But let's do, uh, let's do, uh, Russian. What? The Russian category. Yeah, Russian. Okay. Sorry. This movie that takes place in Russia is from 1970. Oh, boy. <laughs> Who do I say is going next? Oh, John. Uh, three stars from Leonard. I disagree. I give it more. That's that's why it's here. Four. He says this movie's about. I, yeah, I give it the full four. It's about an impoverished Russian nobleman. Filmed in Yugoslavia. Oh my God. Yeah. And versions of the same story have been made in Hollywood, Germany, Argentina, England, and Cuba. Exclamation point, not mine, Leonard's. (laughs) Did they give me a gag cup? Um, That's all the information? That's... TMI. <laughs> that is too much information. I think it would be fair to say... Oh, I'm sorry. I'll tell you how many names. Oh, yeah. That, you were right. There's more. Yeah, yeah. Uh, six names. I think I can name it in nine. <laughs> but I think I will I'll say... I'll say a few of the names extra times. Uh, I, will, I, will, I will say I can name it in six names, because there's no reason not to do that, right? Correct. Well played. I could say five. I'll say five. Oh! Yeah. yeah. Oh, I will say, I think oh, I can, I Eugene. Because there's nothing... Yeah, anyway, I could definitely name this movie in five names. 1970, made in Cuba, no problem. Just give me five names, and I hope one of their names is in the title. John... Do I lose a point if I get it wrong? No. Uh, no. 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 Yeah, yeah. so that's, that's probably a good strategy on your part, is that uh, if you go ahead and bid and you miss... Um, then I get the point because of I'm uh, kind. No, well, actually, if Ari asked you to name it, then he would get the point, and he, he could win. Ah. So, yeah, you're, oh, in yeah. A, you're in a tough spot there. I wouldn't do that. I'm not going to bitch out. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Why don't you just challenge me? Then you still probably win. I'll go. I'll go four names. I'm sorry. I know that's. <laughs> I'll do three. Oh! I like where this is going. Keep, keep this thing alive. I like that. That's a good. Good sportsman move right there. Pat. What, what are the stakes for me? Uh, you could either you could say a lower number than four. Or, uh, Three. No, three. I have zero then, points. Yeah, uh, no, or, you, or you could just ask Ari to name I'm, it. I'm going to let Ari go. Okay. Oh, you fucked up bad. <laughs> what game why, are you playing? Why do you think I... Wait, wait I'm a minute. I'm not going to bet you $10 again. Wait a minute. How do you know that I fucked up already? 
Can't wait to see a bunch of photos of you swearing on YouTube. Don't you dare tell anyone. Distinguished New York anchorman fired over podcasts. And then he won't even be able to read the story from the papers because he won't be on there anymore. And the New York Post is going to say, more like anger man. <laughs> or it'll say Pat Sweerden. <laughs> you got one, John? What? <laughs> I thought you might want to add to that riff. I don't, I don't have one, but it was... New York one, more like New York fuck. Right? See, I thought you'd have one. I had one. <laughs> okay, so you get three names. All right. I'm sure he's going to say New York fun. Do you want the clues again? <laughs> yeah. It's about an impoverished Russian nobleman. Okay. That narrows it down considerably. Like, you know it's not mean girls. <laughs> Made in Cuba. <laughs> Three stars from Leonard. I say four. It's one of mm. my favorites. Yeah, I love it. I love this movie. And, uh, <laughs> and he says that it was filmed in Yugoslavia, but versions of the same story have been made in Hollywood, Germany, Argentina, England, and Cuba. Okay. Argentina? Again, those are horrible clues. <laughs> I just want you to listen to these three names and then tell me the title of the movie. This is about weddings? <laughs> no, that was the 1975 movie. Robert Bernal, Bridget Bryce. This is an order one, two, three? No, it's from the bottom. Three, two, one, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's from the bottom of the... Uh, Bridget Price. Of, of the six names, I'm reading from the bottom, and fourth build out oh. of six is Mel Brooks. Oh. I still don't know. <laughs> Do I have a guess now? You don't, you know, it's all Atari. This movie's about Russia? <laughs> yeah. Is that what it was? Yeah. Okay. The Emperor Wears No Clothes. <laughs> I don't know if that's <laughs> Russian necessarily. Um, the rest of the names are Dom DeLuise, Frank Langella, and Ron Moody. And it's one of my personal favorites, a classic called The Twelve Chairs. The Twelve Chairs. Have any of you even heard of that movie? No. John has heard of it. Why wasn't it Spies Like Us? That's my question to you. <laughs> Read it down, and then when you hit Chevy Chase, I'm like, oh, Were they okay. in Russia in that? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I think that, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's, they were, it was the Cold War. Anyway, never mind. Your movie sounds good, too. I thought they were, like, in some desert somewhere. Yeah, they were. A desert in Siberia. That's how they got oh. into Russia. That's how they got in. They hiked through the desert, then it became really oh, cold. Oh, I should check out Siberia in the summer. I thought it, Siberia just meant cold. Um... Who got that point? No one. Pat. 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 <laughs> no, you're right. No one. No sorry, one got sorry. it. Sorry, I meant not me. 
Yeah, we got a three-way tie, Eugene. People love it when we get a four-way tie, so you have to step no, up. No, he has two points. No, no I don't. I only From have the one. previous game. Oh, that doesn't matter. Different game. <laughs> Wait, what were all those other points? He just happened to guess Lincoln and it just disappeared? Those other games... No, he got to go first in the next game. Okay. Sorry, so what happened there? You won. It's a three-way you tie. You have a point. I had a point. You have a point. And Everyone so, but Eugene okay. has a point. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Everybody but Eugene, and Ari challenged, or Pat challenged Ari. Yeah. So we'll start with you, Eugene. Okay, here's my chance <laughs> to clean up with one point. <laughs> and then we'll go to John. And your three category options, Eugene, are two thumbs down. That's movies that the great Roger Ebert gave less than two stars. Or... Beverly Hills Flop, that's Eddie Murphy movies that Leonard Malton gave below two stars. Or, at Haiku Sam suggested, The Dark Knightly, which is movies where Kieran Knightley kills someone. I feel like, I don't know, I have to go with the Eddie Murphy option. Nice. That's my only hope. This Eddie Murphy movie that got uh, two stars or less from Leonard Malton got actually one and a half stars. Uh, it was from 2002. Oh. Uh, Leonard Malton says that Eddie Murphy sleepwalks through this dumb comedy. Oh, that one last narrow. And down. he also says, he also says Alec Baldwin appears unbilled. That was yeah. well. I guess I could name it. And then you get a number of names, which are uh, 13 names. How many names do you think you get it in out of 13? And you know 13 is the smart bit if you're that, if you're that stumped. Yeah, I feel like you if get you all the movie the from the 80s, I would just be like negative nine names. <laughs> but because you've not picked a movie from the 80s, I would be like 64 names. <laughs> Uh, but I will say five? Wow. What? Why is that so crazy? This is like nine, crazy. 10, 11, 12, and 13 on the list. Yeah. These you are could, the you bottom. Could've, you could have yeah. just said 13. You get all of them that way. But won't, does someone challenge me and it'll all be over? Say 13. I'll say 13. I'll say 13. I thought, anyway, 13 it is. He's saying, don't wuss out or puss out. This, Fine, guy, you know this guy changed it up because he remembered that this is podcast. challenge made me rethink this. 12. <laughs> <laughs> I'll try to do this in 12 days. Because right. Eddie Murphy's going to be number one. All right, Eddie going. Murphy's one, but, but it goes from the bottom, right? Yeah. Yeah. So 12 is actually no change. You're going to really. get this someday. <laughs> no matter how oh, many right, times I, I have you on here, yeah. you're going to figure it out. We were pretty sure that Eddie Murphy's at the top of the list. the same page. Twelve it is. Why make you read the name Eddie Murphy? He might not be top billed. It might be Dreamgirls. Oh yeah, or Brooklyn. Because that, that movie was that he slept walked through that movie and then got an Oscar nomination. John, zero names. T W. Yeah, I bet, I bet I have to. A. He knows it, right? That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, 
He sounds like he knows it. Yeah. Do you think you know it? I don't. No idea at all? 2002. Because you had kind of an idea, you could go negative one, and, and if it was an Eddie Murphy movie... It's Eddie Murphy, yeah, yeah. Chances are he would be... From 2002. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sleepwalks through this comedy. Negative one. <laughs> Kelly. She's handing it to Pat. Not only do I know it, I can tell you who the art director was. What? I don't want to know who the art director was. I'm out. I'm out. Sorry. Yeah, I might have to do a double or nothing side bet. But uh, Pat, what do you think? No, there's there's nothing I can do with negative one on the table. Okay, so you just have to say name that movie, Ari. Ari. Balls. Name that. Movie. <laughs> All right. So I need the title of the movie and then the top billed performer in that movie. Top billed performer. In the category of Eddie Murphy. <laughs> Shitty movies. Top, I was lying about the art director. Top build movie, top build person was. Do you want to say that first? Edward Murphy. <laughs> okay, I, I will not confirm or deny that. And I bet you he's only been not top build like maybe once or twice his entire career, right? Wait, is, is negative one then the same as zero? No, because in this, this rare instance, we already know the star, so it's very unfair what's happening, but. Yeah. <laughs> You mean it didn't occur to you to say negative one? I normally find the negative one dice roll unnecessary. I should have realized. I didn't even think it was on the table since we already know who the top build is. Yeah, I agree. I also thought it meant that he would have to name... Number two. I just wanted to say it. There's still a very good chance he's going to miss it. I'm thinking it's the one... Pat's going to take down the whole thing. I'm thinking it's the one where he goes to space. He went to space in a movie? He went to space, yeah. And really? that guy, that, the, the, uh, the black albino was in one. The comic. Victor Vernado. Oh, he was in it? Yeah, if it's the one I'm thinking of. What was it called? That's... <laughs> if it's called Earth, I definitely get to that point. I am going to I'm going to have to call time if you don't say the name of it. It is Ace Ventura. <laughs> Pet Detective. Ace Ventura, two. Black Detective. It is, no, it's, uh, fuck balls. I don't know it, man. I don't know it. Is it the one in space? It's the one he goes to space. It is, it is, it is that one. It is that one. Hold on, then. Hold on, then. What do you mean, hold on? Second to think of that you one. Can, you cannot, you cannot win at this point. No. Now that I've told you it's in space. But I knew it already. It's called Planet Eddie. <laughs> no, it is not. Pat, do you know what it's called? I, I, I could understand anything of what just happened there. <laughs> it's what Vernon What just it, happened right? is you won. Well, I know that. But, but what movie did Ari almost think of? What's you the know, movie where Eddie Murphy is in space? <laughs> Our audience member Pluto'd it out. Damn it! Pluto Nash! Yes, the adventures Pluto of Pluto Nash. Nash! I knew it. Starring, we've both been on Jay Moore's podcast. He's in it. I didn't ne- uh, no, next didn't? time, could you make the movie Golden Child? Would that have been so hard? I was in the nutty professor realm for my guesses. I don't think uh, Leonard was that harsh on Golden Child. You know, the truth is, John really was the real winner. Yeah. I mean,. He was most talented. He could name the movie. He actually could have named the movie. I I was strategic, though. Yeah. You're a good planner. You two together 
This is good. This is going to yeah. be good. Yeah. A funny comedy called I'm, Good Planner I'm and Guy Who Knows the Answer. <laughs> oh, shit. Leonard Malton called The Golden Child a bomb. Whoa. Oh. I know. That's why I picked it. It's really pretty good. He said, top candidate for the worst mega hit of all time. Wait, it's a, the worst mega hit? No. Yeah, he says, Did a he... box office smash, but have you ever met anyone who liked it? You guys have met one person. He was 10 years old and his name was Eugene Berman. Please tell Eddie. I still have to watch Steven Spielberg's Hook again because this audience fucking loves it. They love it. I thought it was terrible. With Dustin Hoffman? Is he Hook? Yeah. Yes. And who else is in that movie? Bob Hoskins. Julia Roberts Robin is Williams. Tinkerbell. It's awful. Can I, who, oh, wait. And, wait, is Robin Williams Peter Pan? Yeah. Yeah. And Sounds a fun. very, and the first on-screen appearance from... Gwyneth Paltrow. Paltrow. Wow. Ooh. Oh. Nice. I've decided you won. <laughs> Can I just say that Rufio, right now, is doing commercial auditions? If, if that. Rufio's on some hard times. But, but God bless him. I'm going to watch it, you guys, and then I will get back to you. I will let you know how much I still hate it. I how like is it? it? I liked it in um, uh, Golden Child when he goes, give me the knife. Goo, 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 give me the knife. Yeah. Look, I was a kid. And Eddie Murphy is charismatic. He is, for, for the first three movies. Did you say for the first three movies? I think so. I think yeah, was, you're exactly right. I think it was 40... Well, he did one in there that wasn't so good with Dudley Moore, but, but he did 48 Hours, Beverly Hills Cop, and... Uh, Trading Places. Trading Places. Trading Places. Yeah, no. You're right. Those were all great. And I... I a soft spot for the first Nutty Professor. I thought was, I thought that was fun. So you're but, saying he's been downhill since then? But when they made a second one, that was brutal. What did you say? A thousand words? Wait, can we turn this into a more formal fight? Bowfinger was terrible. <laughs> yes, coming oh, to oh, America. Oh, you're right, you're right, you're right. They're right. But coming to America. Eddie Murphy coming was... America. Coming yeah, to America's all right. And Eddie Murphy was good in Bowfinger, but I just thought, I thought the Steve Martin half of that equation wasn't as entertaining. Yeah, yeah the movie wasn't good. Yeah, the movie wasn't that good. But, but Eddie Murphy was funny in that when he was trying to cross the highway, because that's hard to do. <laughs> what the wow. fuck, Ari? The guy that gave you the Jesus with the bong in his mouth poster. It's very angry. Um, so who, who won all the, Who will you play for, Pat? I got a point. Uh, for Bridget. Bridget's out there. Bridget, where are you? Come get your bag of stuff, Bridget. Pat went deep for the Kermit the Frog. Do I, do I return Kermit now? Yeah, well, I don't know. Can he keep it? It's it's belongs no, no, to his you, husband, you her husband. Better take take it back. But oh. does Doug get to read from the back of it? It is really old. Oh. 
If it's no, th- if no, it's she, doesn't, years she old, doesn't get to oh. name a shithead because she oh, won. Yeah. Can I just say something? Okay. She's quick? successful. If it's definitely 30 years old. If it's 30 years old, her husband has definitely masturbated into that mouth. <laughs> a little bit, you have, right? Of course you have. When you're like 12. That is genuinely unlikely. <laughs> Not I can't, impossible. I can't find a sock. Oh, there's my Kermit. <laughs> Seems ill thought out. Doug, I've only been here once before, but I, I won the grand championship last time I was here as well. <laughs> now, but... I, but love, the, I love that you call it a grand championship. The, the difference was last time I actually answered a question correctly. Sometimes you can win just by forcing other people to fail. True. <laughs> That's how it happens sometimes. But I, I still thought it was a, a really fun show. And uh, does, are there shitheads on the back of all of your uh, name tags? Because if not, we'll have yeah. to. Yes. We'll have to uh, get it. But let's. Uh, Put put your name tags down a little bit, Eugene, because I want to get a picture. I want to get a picture of everybody. I'm trying to get a picture of you, and you're blocking two. Oh, there you go. Oh, that this is an adorable. I'm very happy with that shot. Very nice. I'll post that on Twitter when this uh, episode plops. But uh, cool. Ari, do you have anything to plug? Um, uh, I live in New York now. Come see me at a show sometime. <laughs> I live in New York now. Does this have a shithead on it? No. The back says, I don't like your shit. The back, yeah, the back says, I don't like I, you. can keep this shirt, is what it says. So that's nice. I'll, I'll do that. But uh, there's no shithead on here. So whoever uh, supplied this uh, poster, if you could come scribble a shithead on there. And uh, do you, you have one on the back of yours, right, Eugene? Yeah, you do. Yeah, mine is the biggest shithead of all. It's pretty good. It's pretty impressive shithead. And do you have one on the back of yours? Wow. wow. Do you have one on yours? Yeah. Yeah. Let me, let me see it. It's very small. I can read, yeah, I can read yeah, yeah. Eugene's from there, but I gotta... Are you yeah. sure? I gotta hold on to this one. What, what does that say? Indiana Pacers. Do you understand what's... Okay. Yeah! Where's the person whose name tag this was? I wasn't kidding around about coming up here. Are you sh- that shy? Oh, here he comes. That's him. That's him. Is that him? Yeah. Or just some other guy. <laughs> just gonna jump in on it. Just yeah, just use that sharpie and write in big letters on there. Somebody you want me to call a shit yeah. Good luck, young man. He gave you a legalizer shirt, and he's also wearing a weed-related shirt. Oh. And he made a really interesting choice for a shithead. Thanks, dude. Yeah. Appreciate it. Don't clap. You don't know who it is, and you might. Disagree. I definitely have to say Eugene's third because he's he's right. It, it doesn't get any better than yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, Ari, do you have anything to plug? Um. <laughs> yeah. I moved to New York. I'll be here for. A oh while. yeah, that's I'm right. Yeah, yeah. That was a great plug. My special yeah. is available now at Passive Aggressive. It's at chill.com on my website. Yeah, and you also have a podcast. Oh fuck yeah. <laughs> You've been on it. Start with the Doug Benson episode of my podcast uh, in which we discuss girls who have hurt us over the years. <laughs> it happens. So funny. It happens. <laughs> it's uh, called Skeptic Tank. Ari Shapiro's Skeptic Tank. Yeah. And I have one listener in this audience. <laughs> Pat Kieran in New York One. And you also have a program on... Uh, CNBC. CNBC. New, new show on, on CNBC. It's a, it's a small business fight to the finish. 
So it's like The Apprentice if you don't if you can't stand looking at Donald Trump. I'm a, a, yes. an innocent <laughs> Shark Tank. A, a, a viewer who enjoys Shark Tank would enjoy our program as well, Eugene. Okay, uh, I'll keep it in mind. It's, it's called it's called Crowd Rules. Too. Crowd Rules tomorrow night, nine o'clock, CNBC. <laughs> okay. All right. That'd be Tuesday night. Tuesday night. Tuesday night. Yes, Tuesday nights at nine. And Eugene, what do you got going on besides Bob Bob's Burgers on Fox? Um, oh yeah, I guess people could like I don't know. Uh, I have a CD DVD out. That you have a big. Uh, you have a uh, like a comedy festival. Oh yeah, I'm in doing Cambridge. a festival in Boston. Why don't you guys come to that? Whoever can hear my voice. Yeah. Uh, I'm doing a yeah Eugene Merman comedy festival in the city of Boston at the Wilbur and Sinclair. Come to those with Bobcat Goldthwaite, Wyatt Cenac, John Wesley Harding. It's going to be a wonderful time. Yeah. I saw some oh tweets God. about that. I had a real thing to sell people. Mm-hmm. And I forgot. John, can I, can John I add a compliment? Lady? What? I just got into Boss Burgers and it's so fucking good, man. Thank you very much. <laughs> it's, the, it's the three funniest children on television, I think. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> You're only one of them. Settle down. Uh, I will <laughs> let the other two know. We're buddies. <laughs> you talk to them on occasion. John? Uh, June 6th at the Bell House. I'm doing a benefit for the Innocence Project. Uh, Eugene Merman, Jim Gavigan, Paul F. Tompkins, and more. So go to the uh, Bell House website, buy tickets for that. God damn it, that's a good show. Other than that, I am gainfully unemployed. Just if you need him to clean some stuff up at your house, just give him a shout on Twitter, at John Mulaney on Twitter. At Mulaney. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Keeping it just last name. <laughs> I like it. Um, okay, so thank you guys for coming and for being great as usual. Wait, do you talk shit about the things? What's that? Do you still talk shit about the things? About what things? On the back. It's on the back on the of bats. our thing. I'm going to name three shitheads at the end. Oh, yeah. okay. He's getting there. You, you've been on this before. <laughs> I, I honestly thought you forgot. And you were <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I say as always, and then I say the the, the uh, three yeah. the three shitheads. Yeah, yeah. I, I I gathered that information for a reason. And as always, the, the Indiana Pacers are a shithead. <laughs> Danny is a shithead. <laughs> I was really worried that he was writing dad. And when he wrote the end, I felt so good. I can't tell you the wave of comfort that washed over me when it said Danny. I was like, Danny, I bet it's totally a shithead. Yeah, he was about to write dad is an inappropriate, touching shithead. (laughs) And... Patriarchy is a shit. Now it's time to put the culture cocky. Eyes of both is you and Cowboys makes him cocky. There's no room in his heart for you, cause the fuck.